Hello, friend. This is Pastor Greg. Welcome to Four Mics, 13 Teeth, and One Ankle Monitor. I missed your first Baptist church in Hogansville. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Radio Public, and Apple Podcast Connect, and also on YouTube, and of course on Facebook at CR Hogansville. I'm here with Miss Sherry Garcia today. Hello, Ms. hello. Mr. Bill Dollar be with us. We're talking about today about meetings. A lot of times. Well, let me let Miss Garcia talk about it, introduce herself and tell us what kind of ministry she's got going on and uh, working with people in okay. Lagrange. Well, my name is Sherry Garcia, and I'm with Saving Grace Ministry. Basically, we just help women in addiction. Um, a lot of times, they don't want to go for treatment. They just want to call and know somebody's there that'll talk to them. Has been there, you know, that maybe you know minister to them or whatever Amen. and eventually they do go but um we take them to treatment if they need treatment we listen to them if they need whatever they need we try to minister and be jesus christ to them Amen. Uh, as best we can miss garcia do you see you mean i call you miss garcia you, you call me sherry, sherry i'm sorry mm -hmm. um do you see sometimes people coming out of addiction going to treatment and they just take one time or is it multiple times on a rule of thumb or i know you can't color everybody with the same picture <laughs> Well, same marker, excuse me. I, I went to treatment seven times, so I don't know if that that's the norm or not. But it was for me. That's sure, what it they took. had your picture on the wall. Yeah, they showed. Sherry, that's how it should be bad. Chambers <laughs> County had it too, so I'm just saying. <laughs> Bill Dollar's with us too. He'll be getting in. We just, if you've ever felt like you was a rehab dropout, this is a good place for you. We go. <laughs> When you ain't no hope, you just watch our podcast. We'll help you. We'll tell you how not to do a podcast. So with the ladies you help, do you see a lot of success with them, folks that get on with their life? I'm going to be honest with you. If we help five women, two might make it. Honestly. Yeah, I understand. The rest of them are going to go back because they got to go around that mountain a couple more times like I did. They sure, I understand. Them. Right. But, um, That's what Bill and I were talking about today. And uh, the, the topic of what we're going to talk about today is meetings. But we're trying to get to the point, why should we go to meetings? And right. Bill and I were talking about today, there's probably been 150 200 people come through our ministry. They, here's what normally happens. Bill, you step in here sometime. They get through drug court. Going through drug court, I think that's a God seeing really oh, to yeah. a lot of people. It's accountability. Yeah, yes, ma'am, you're you right. need that. And so when they get through drug court, it's kind of like, okay, I don't have to keep up with that stuff anymore. I can let my guard down. Boy, that's always a I'm going to tell you, the that's devil is a lie. You yep. better keep up with some meetings. Sure. You better go do what you got to do. Get you, Main thing, get you some accountability. Somebody that you can go to and say, hey, I'm struggling. I'm about to go to the liquor store. Yeah, right, right. Somebody. Sure. Bill, what would you say, what would be the thing that you see the most of all in our Celebrate Recovery meetings that people that have succeeded and to the, to the folks that have failed, what would you say the main thing would be, Bill? Uh, the main thing is just the desire. Uh, too many of them come in and just wanting to get out of drug court. Sure. So if you have that desire, I'm doing this for myself. That I'm going, and if you make a commitment, I'm going to succeed this time. And if you are open and willing to listen to correction, that's right. Then you stand a, a very good chance of, of making some major changes in your life. Miss Sherry, do you see a lot of ladies that come with your ministry? You see them sometimes wanting to go through the motions, just oh, get this over. Absolutely, because let me tell you something: when, when you're in addiction, it's for man or woman. You get addicted to drugs, and then you, you know, if you have that addictive behavior, you always going to try to replace one thing with another. Right, you right. Know, that's what you need help for. Yeah, sure. It's that person now. Uh, Bill, would we say the um, what? What are you doing, man? <laughs> Bill's got an addiction to technology. <laughs> 
and tearing right. it up. Swap you, one you've out, seen that kid. You've seen the kid in the nursery. You used to take the little play school thing. He take the round peg and cram it in the square hole. That was big. <laughs> I made it fit, coach. Okay, All right, let me. We'll get back to you, man, Bill. Whatever you do. All right. the, the number one question is which meeting should I go to? N A C R R U. And let me tell you what these uh, stand for. Now I don't know what N A stands for, Bill. What does N A stand for? Narcotics Anonymous. Narcotics. So that. Okay, and then CR celebrate recovery, and I'll use reformers unanimous. Now, Bill, I don't know anything about narcotics, and I'm sure maybe you can help me. What it, what is that? Uh, well, I went. I'm gonna be honest. I just went to one meeting. Yes, ma'am. But no, I actually went to two. I was thinking, you know, I'll just go and get these little things they passing out. You know, right. But my heart wasn't in it. You know, sure. um, you just gotta find what works for you. Right, Bill. Have you ever went to an NA meeting? Uh, yes, I have. I went to uh, one. What would what was kind of like the thought process behind that same thing with the other two they are they all about the same uh no na and aa basically come from the same place um they are uh i I guess they're not a christ okay tonight well even though they mention god to a degree that they try to stay out of that so they can be more they call it being more inclusive for everybody. I understand. So we're celebrating recovery and reformers unanimous. It would be Christ-centered. Right. Correct. Okay, I understand. All right. So when we say which mean, of course, we'd recommend, and Ms. Sherry, I'm sure you'd hardly amen this, we'd recommend a Christ-centered one. Absolutely. Where Jesus Christ gives us life and life more abundantly. Absolutely. Okay, uh, Bill, getting here. How many should I attend a week, Bill? How many meetings? If I'm fresh out of, well, let's ask Ms. Sherry first. If I'm fresh out of, Drug court. If I'm fresh out of prison, I'm not going to prison. They say I can take drug courts. I'm brand new. I got my little stack of papers. How many should I attend a week that you that you would hold that you would tell one of your ladies? I, well, I talk to my ladies about every other day. I understand. Uh, but I would go probably once a week. I'm just saying, if you first get now, you know, you got to change your environment that you're in. Yes, ma'am. If you don't. If you don't change some things and get some accountability, right. some meetings, some people you can be accountable to, you're going to go right back to where you were. You're going to be right back in drug court, and it's just a repeated cycle needs to be broken. Yes, ma'am. Here's what we say. We say change your playmates or you, and your playground, exactly. or you're not going to get anywhere. That's right. Bill, how many should you, would you recommend somebody attend? I think it's up to the person. Uh, there's some that they recommend 90 meetings in 90 days when they first start off. I think the reason for this is so that they can start getting into – the environment of a uh, out of the people, places, and things. So that they start getting into this environment of recovery. I don't. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. For me, I didn't. Yeah. I think everybody's different. Uh, some people, in my mind, don't even know need to know need to go to a meeting. They need to go straight to rehab. Sure do. So I mean, that meeting's really going to. They just try to get a signature. Is that right? Well, uh, a quick fix uh, for some people. Uh, some people just need a whole lot more. Uh, sometimes you've the only way to get away from the people, places, and things is to go into a rehab where you're pretty much isolated from other people. Uh, yeah. it, it's really up to the person. Uh, I believe that once they – if you go to a meeting and you start talking to the people and you see where you need more than just that, you I'm need sure. more than that one meeting, that – that talking to that maybe somebody will give you once or twice a week trying to disciple you. If you need more than that, if you need round the clock, and, and let's just admit, some of us do. Yeah, sure, sure. So the third question is, what if I don't like people? <laughs> that, well, right. I got your answer. Now, yeah, you answer on, that. Lay it on, sure. <laughs> you need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But people don't like you, brush your teeth and put on some deodorant. 
You at least come and smell like pig pen. When I went to treatment that last time, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I said, I don't know how I'm going to get through this because I don't even like people. That's right. And that's when I learned to pray. Sure. And the Lord said, well, you're going to have to get out of yourself. That's what the issue is because it's not all about you. That's right. That's right. That's what the issue is, self-consumption. Yeah. Bill, what, what if I don't like, what if I come to you and tell you I don't like people? Well, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have a hard time. <laughs> that's what you're going to do. Uh, but God created us to be around each other. That's right. And like Sherry said, if you got that problem, you're going to have to confront that problem straight mm-hmm. off because yes. I really, I'm sure there are some people that have gotten sober on their own. Yeah. But the vast majority, there's no way that's possible. Yeah. Sure. Most of the time, most of the time, People don't get drunk and addicted to stuff on their own, do they? Most of the time they do it in teams and with couples, don't they? Well, that's with exactly, your buddies. That's exactly the point because most of the time when we get high, we call up somebody, even if we got to provide it. Yeah. We want somebody right there with us uh, getting high. And I think it needs to be the same way in sobriety. We need somebody right there beside us getting sober. Mm-hmm. I understand. All right, your fourth question is, what if they say things, and Mrs. Sherry, I want you to really speak in this. What if they say things I don't agree with or I find offensive? If they make me mad, Ms. Sherry. talking about the meetings? Yeah, if they say, you know what, you ain't nothing but a drunk. I'd say, you right. <laughs> why, why am I doing right. here? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like I, mean, I, don't, I don't know the way to be honest. That's the way I was. Yeah, you right, I am. I, I'm, I need help. But yeah, that's right. You got to, if you don't want to, you ain't going to change. That's right. That's the, th- that's that's the right. thing. Do you want to be there or are you made to go? Right. Are you made to come to CR because you're in drug court or what's the deal? Yep. Are you really doing it because you want to get, yep. get clean? You know, Bill and I have, we have some church members. Most of our people get saved, get baptized, and go to jail here at First Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> we got that jailhouse religion, not going to jail. J- Jane Woodruff sends me a Christmas card. Hey, we appreciate what, everything y'all doing up there. B-Pod is full of your people. Um, but there's we got some incarcerated right now. Trying to help them. They ain't no more broke than a man in the moon. You listen to them talk, they don't care. They want money on their books, or they want to get back with their kids, but they're not changed spiritually, emotionally. So if they go back, if they, say if they was let out today, they go back being the same person they were before they went to jail. Just because they're not coming, like you said, we, we try to be honest with them, and they ain't accepted that shit. Right, right. You know, until they, like you said, until they, you're ready to walk and ready to change you ain't gonna change sometimes you gotta cut the cord you yeah. gotta let them go sure uh and and they're they gonna have to go around that mountain a couple more times but you know you just keep them in prayer and keep them lifted up and covered and that's all you do you can't let foes run you crazy right no we call it spiritually schizophrenic <laughs> got multiple personality disorders now let me tell you something. If people have multiple personality orders at first baptist church we love them <laughs> and on high attendance sunday i count them twice <laughs> Is Bill included? In Bill that? is included. Me too. I just wondered. Look, everybody, welcome here. I think I get. Bill, let me ask you something. What do you when somebody? What if? Have you ever said somebody defend something? Defend somebody here? Celebrate recovery? Well, they got mad at you. Oh yeah, they get mad all the time. Uh, I ain't talking about me. I'm talking about people come celebrate recovery. Though I need to come celebrate recovery too. Well, I, I think that if you're speaking truth over somebody, and especially. I mean, I was in uh, addiction for 38 years, so sure. I, had a, I had a whole lot of problems come, that I had to deal with. And it, unless somebody is really speaking truth to you, oh, uh, you're at the wrong place. I understand. Yeah, uh, you know what? You're 100% right. And, and being able, though, to 
to take that correction. That's the biggest difference between people that keep on with their life and continue to grow in their recovery and get out of this trap of the drug life Yes. and the ones that don't. Um, everybody wants recovery. Everybody wants somebody to be around and encourage them. But until you're willing to take somebody speaking into you and make those changes, it's not ever going to happen. Sure. Now, Bill, you hit on something I want to talk to. The Bible teaches end times, people gather to them having itching ears, which just means they just feel us what we want to feel. We're probably not helping somebody if we're not telling them the truth. I ain't talking about being ugly to people, but I'm saying what you're doing is not right. You know, don't live like that. I want to say something just come to my mind. Yes, ma'am. This is the first place, Celebrate Recovery, that I that I came to give my testimony when I got out of treatment. Right. And I was in Walmart after that, and this girl come up to me. She said, I know you. You was at Celebrate Recovery. I remember you giving your testimony. That was a powerful testimony. It really ministered to me. And I'm thinking, if you don't just lay it all out there That's and tell right. the truth, yeah. it don't affect people. Sure, sure. Right. And, you know, they... Most people just spend their life under the facade anyway, putting up putting up uh, shields and preachers are like that. We just put it, we got to look good, you know. And But we got any problems everybody. I mean, they, a lot of people, preachers, got pill problem. I got a fried chicken issue. I got a Starbucks issue. I need deliverance. I'm just saying. It's real. But, but you know, that's something you said. Something, a lot of these times, when we've seen it here at CR, matter of fact, I get on one of our people here, just speak love to them. They got off alcohol, got off drugs, and doggone if they didn't trade it in for a relationship with a woman. And I thought, you ain't going up one addiction to another. You can't go to jail for that, but wait just a minute. Breathe and let God work in your life. You know what it is? They're grasping That's for whatever right. they can grasp for. That's instead right. of grasping for the eternal, yep. instead of the temporal, they grasping Amen. for these women and this liquor right. and this. And that. That's your soul crying out saying, I need Jesus. That's right. That's but you don't recognize that until somebody speaks that into your life. That's right. And they get mad, but, you know, they just go, we try to love people. Yeah. But, you know, medicine ain't always tastes good, but it always helps. That's right. Uh, number five, should my spouse go with me, Bill? Um, without a doubt. Uh, oh, sorry, Bill. I'm sorry. Well, well, addiction is a family problem. Yeah. You know, so many times uh, I hear where, well, I, it didn't affect nobody else in my family. It was just me. Uh, that's a straight-out lie. Yeah. It affected everybody in your family and people even outside of your family. So a lot of the times the, the spouse will come in and the spouse will realize that, hey, I did some enabling over here. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I really allowed them to do it. If I would have been just this little bit more of tough love, you know, maybe he or she would have come to their senses just a little bit sooner. So I agree 100% that the spouse mm-hmm. uh, should come. And if nothing else, uh, just to say, I mean, just like how you go with a kid to uh, just say ball practice. You want to go there just to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. The spouse needs to come in and just see what's going on. That's that right. right there will give you a, a little bit of encouragement in your heart that, hey, these, these people ain't throwing, you know, they're not. Stopping back from throwing punches. That's right. You know they're trying. They're trying to help my husband right. or, my, or my wife out. That's right. Miss Sherry, what would you say about spouse going? Well, I don't have one, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But if you All did, right, if I, oh no, I, I did keep the dog times, though. Okay, I did keep um, the dog. The thing is, the family. <laughs> I can't deal with y'all. <laughs> the family needs to heal to get. See, that's what the problem is. If you're not transparent. See, when I was in my addiction, I tried to hide it from my mom. I tried to hide it from my family. You think they don't know you doped up? Oh, yeah, sure. They know you doped up. Right. You're the only one that think that people don't know you right. doped up. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the family needs to heal together as a whole. And I'm just now seeing this come to pass in my own family. Is that right? Amen. Since Amen. I've been learned to be transparent. Yeah. And let accountability. Thank God. How long was you in addiction, Miss Sherry? Oh, Lord. I'm 48. I was Good in addiction no. probably over 20 years. Yeah, so you started as an adult. I, I started I, at 20 years old. Yeah. It yeah. started out with cocaine. When to pick? Oh, I didn't discriminate. It didn't what, matter. What what put what started you down that road? You know what? Now looking back, right? There was I can remember growing up. There was always an emptiness. Yeah. It felt like I was searching for something, kind of like that addictive personality. Yeah, sure. Always grasping. You think I'll go get this? It'll make me happy. It don't. Sure. Well, that's kind of the way I went through life. And then when I found drugs, I thought, oh, this will numb me, so I don't have to feel like this no right. more. I have to feel empty. Right. I can feel like I. If I was numb, I was fine because I wasn't feeling nothing I didn't want to feel. Yeah. And that's not handling. That's just denial. Yeah, right. You're just passing around. You just, yeah. you just uh, uh, prolonging the inevitable. Yeah. All right, number six. Will I be cured by going to meetings, Miss Sherry? You'll be cured when you realize you got a problem. Yep. Amen. Okay, and you start talking to other people and confessing that you got a problem. Hey, I got a problem. I need some accountability. I need somebody to go to meetings with me. I need somebody to go to the doctor to me and make sure I ain't getting no narcotics and I ain't uh, around the same people right. I used to be around. You need that. Sure. Bill, uh, can we get cured by going to a meeting? I, I think meetings can help. I, I don't think any one thing will cure you. I, I think there's a whole list of things that that will help. And I believe meetings are, are, are probably one of the biggest things that can help because yes. in that meeting you're going to find people that are going to help hold you accountable right you're going to be around like-minded people people trying to to have some kind of sober life and it's just a lot better environment by yeah. going to a meeting now bill explain to me about when you said you can be addicted to going to meetings oh yeah I, i've uh, never even heard of that oh uh, that that's truth um uh, you know we tell them here that uh most of the time, uh, somebody comes in here for drug court or, or something. It's usually like an 18-month program or something like that. But I believe that we have failed them if we have not given them the tools after a period of time. You should have gained the tools. You should have gained the feeling that I can do this after a period of time. And if you never get that, I, I think that all you are then is addicted to the meetings. That's right. I understand. So, yes, as an addict, hey, we swap out. Swap it out. Hey, and they, they can swap that out. I've heard that a lot more than you would think. Next, they'll be going to Starbucks. That's what I'm doing now. Yeah, I understand. Kind of like hand out Krispy Kreme at Jenny Craig Commission. <laughs> <laughs> hate, to, hate to enable y'all, but these are glazed, Phil. <laughs> Number seven, y'all jacked up. Isn't that <laughs> <You're right. laughs> what will I get out of a meeting and that I won't get on my own, Miss Sherry? Well, you're gonna get out what you put into. It. That's right. So if you go into it like, okay, I'm gonna try and I'm really gonna, because you know some of the meetings they have sponsors like right. NA and stuff like sure. that. Same thing as an accountability person. Right. So you're gonna get out what you put into it. You know, my mother died at 47, and she oh. she was an addict most of all her life. And um, I remember she got sober. She went to AA. I claim my mom went to everything. But she went to, she <laughs> did she, get some help at AA. But on account yeah. of that, there was a lady who called her every day yeah. and told my mother, my phone is on anytime you need yeah. to call me. And she held my mom accountable. Yeah. I remember my mama saying things like, I, I can't remember the lady's name. Let's just say Susie. Susie's going to call me. I can't be drunk. 
So that would stop her from going getting. They called her half pint. She gave her a half pint of liquor in her back pocket. And um, but I remember thinking, I don't know who this lady is. Yeah. Don't know anything about AA, but thank God that she was there. You That's know. Fine. So for a little while in my mother's life, she was clean and sober That's on fine. count of one woman that was going to hold her accountable. So then, you know, I seen as a as a family member looking back into it. I thank God for them meetings that my mama went to for a little while. She didn't go, she didn't go long, but she went enough that this lady really influenced her life. Of course, she got back on stuff and yeah. died at a, a relatively young age. But, oh. uh, Bill, what will I get out of a meeting that I can't get on my own? You're going to get encouragement. That's right. Okay. Uh, you know, we, we can tell ourselves all this stuff, and a lot of times we don't even see ourselves making progress. I, I think that you can get encouragement. You, you can yeah. get the accountability which is so, so important in your life. You can get the being around other people that are trying to go the same way that you are. Right. Uh, There's just so much. There's nothing but positives by going to me. But you have to be careful because um, I'm going to tell you, you can go to a meeting and you can find more dope at the meeting than you can out there just on the street. I see. Uh, So you have to be very, very careful. I would. Tell everybody, hey, look, if uh, you go there to a meeting to a certain place and if if you feel like you shouldn't be there or if you know you shouldn't be there, right? don't don't go back. That's right. Don't go back. Uh, we tell people all the time up here, hey, look, if uh, you don't feel like you're growing here, please go somewhere else. Right. Sure. And that's just a good way to be. Bill, have you ever seen somebody get sober straight on their own? Yes. Have you? Mm-hmm. What about you, Miss Sherry? Have you, you seen somebody? I, I have, yes, I have heard. But now, that wasn't... I, I couldn't have did it. I understand. There are some people that can do it on yeah. their own. Yeah, know? but for the most part, they're few and far between. But very. I understand. Few. You know, you think about the people that quit smoking cigarettes. That's uh, right. There are some that have just laid it down, and mm-hmm. there are some that have battled with it. And, you know, there, there are just some people that that can. Very, very, very few though. I understand. Yeah. Bill, what's the difference between meeting and a rehab? That's our last state. Our last intensity. State. How long does rehab last, Bill? Uh, rehab uh, can last 30 days. Uh, it can last up to a year, year and a half. Uh, the numbers go along with the longer you stay into a rehab, the more successful that you're going to be once you come out. Uh, going into a 30-day program, I think the numbers are like a year later. Uh, only 10% of the people mm-hmm. are still sober. Uh, most of the time, what when I'm not any type of professional, but from what I've seen, most of the people going to a 30-day rehab is nothing but a vacation. It, it is. Uh, they're, they're just getting a, a break from work. They're, they're going too many times. They're going to a five-star thing. Uh, I, I hate when I hear somebody say that, oh, they had a chef there. They had this mm-hmm. uh, horseback riding. They had this. What has horseback riding got to do <laughs> with a ball of pills? It, it ain't got nothing to do with that. You're going to go home and ain't no horse. <laughs> 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 And there sure ain't gonna be no five star chef cooking for you, yeah. Uh, going in, going into a long term four year. We see this a lot. Uh, one of the places, uh, or a couple of places that, that we've seen that we recommend, and maybe Sherry can throw out some other, is uh, his place over there in Lafayette. Right. Uh, we've seen that, and Hosanna House over there oh, too. Oh yeah. Uh, now we know for a fact that those two uh, have done some great things for people, and right. we love the way that they're run. They, they seem to be. Christ-led, they seem to really care about these people. They're making a difference in these people's lives. But there's no chef and no horseback riding. Oh, no. Uh, that's exactly the point. I mean, they kind of... <laughs> that's the point. They kind of keep them, held them accountable, Bible study, and they had to live their life, you know, make their bed and 
wash your clothes and work around the house. You know what we're talking about? His oh, place. yeah, like hey. New Birth Outreach Ministry where I went. Let me tell you, Pastor Wayman and Mom Nita, they don't play. Yeah. You're going to do what you need people like that. And you need, you, you need the classes, the biblical classes. You're going to clean some churches. You're going to have some accountability. Mom and going to tell you when you're wrong and she's going to set you straight. Where is that place at? That is in the women's home. There's a, a, um, it is in Lynette, Alabama, and the men's is in Beulah. Okay. I mean, they are absolutely wonderful. That's where I went. Right, right. So. Now, that was the last time you went? The seventh time. <laughs> the last time. Miss <laughs> Sherry went to rehab from rehab. I ain't never met, I ain't never met anybody addicted to rehab. I was addicted to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> the last time, they wouldn't give me no pills like they did time That's before. Right. That's what they do in trap camp. They yeah, shake, they they shake them pills. <laughs> you don't call your friend. You just shake the pill bottle. <laughs> So with y'all now, Bill, we've recommended the only people we've ever recommended, and I know in my mind and heart is um, his his place. And tell the name of that place you went to again, Miss Sherry. So people, well, it's, the women's part is Naomi's home, Miss Lynette, Alabama. But the the ministry is called New Birth Outreach Ministry. So if somebody's watching this and is looking for a place, absolutely call Pastor Wayman Johnson. Okay? At the, what's the name of it? One more time. New Birth Outreach Ministry. New they birth. will hook you up. Good. And these people aren't, they're not going to be coddled and they're not oh. going to be enabled. They're mm -hmm. going, somebody's going to uh, have to set them straight. Like, right. you know, dealing with years ago as a youth director, mm -hmm. they'd be some 16, 15, 16, 17 year old kid and he'd, get, he'd be drinking and then beat his mama up, you know. Oh. Oh. And they, we'd get him in a home and she said, they're going to be mean to him. I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, but they ain't going to hit these well, men. Well, they knocking you yeah, around. Yeah, these, these, these old Marines. I said, well, he may get mad and hit them. I said, let him hit one of them Marines. That's all right. Let him hit them. But, I mean, you know, sometimes people need tough love. Oh, yeah. I did. Sometimes, you know what? Shut up. Somebody needs, sometimes people need to tell you all about yourself. That's right. And, That's and I have been told and set straight and thank Jesus for it. Uh, right. People get straight back, look back over their lives. You know what? Forget the rest of that. Thank God them people That's love right. God enough and love me enough. So, you know what? Greg, you're wrong. That's all right. Sometimes you, we're just to sow a seed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and somebody else comes along and they water that sure. seed, you know? The Bible teaches us that God gives godly sorrow. Mm -hmm. Now, he makes us sorry for our sin, but unto life and repentance. The devil brings us guilt and shame. That's I mean, right. we won't kill ourselves when we feel bad. Right. God don't bring condemnation. He right. bring, but he's going to make us right, wrong, before he ever makes us right. That's right. So there's, uh, on this meeting versus rehab, that kind of all depends. We'd recommend both, wouldn't we, Sherry, if we had to? If you like me, go to rehab. Right. Sure, sure. <laughs> Bill, you'd recommend both, wouldn't you? Uh, without a doubt, I'd recommend both. Uh, uh, right. It's just according to where the person is. Uh, I, I think one of the best things they could ever do is maybe go to a rehab and, and get an evaluation sure. by a professional that, that can help them. Uh, right, right. Well, Miss Sherry, won't you speak, speak in somebody's life they may be struggling? Tell them about what God can do for them. Okay, let me tell you. <clears throat> if God can do it for me, he can do it for you, Amen. okay? All them years in addiction, uh, grasping for things, grasping. Let me tell you something. We are in the last days, okay? And, and there's so many people wallowing in addiction out of fear of what's going on and COVID and this. Y'all, we got to get it together, okay? And, and, and if you need help, let's get you some help for right. the addiction. Then we can, once you come off the, the pills or dope or whatever you're doing, then we can get under there and find out why you're doing it because there's a reason why you're doing it. Drugs ain't really the problem. What, God told me drugs right. were never your problem. Right. We had to... 
treat the problem and then go up under there and get to the root cause of why you doing dope, why you doing crack, why you doing this. Y'all, really, it's getting bad. You know, we need to... And get out of your comfort zone. Right if you man. know somebody's struggling or somebody's drinking, try to help them or, or, you know, hold them accountable. Amen. Amen. If somebody's watching this and you got a loved one or yourself that needs some help, That's right. please hear me carefully. There is no condemnation. There's no judgment here. But we can't. We want to help. But we really do. And uh, get in touch with us. Send us a private message. I want you to know that God loves you. That's right. He loves you. For God so loved the world. Yes. He said that before any of us was ever born. He loves us despite us. He loves us because of us. He sees in our life, and you cannot outsee the love of God. He loves you just like you are, but he loves you too much to keep you that way. That's right. He died for you. He'll make you whole if you let him. This is Pastor Greg. This is Miss Sherry. Brother Bill Dollar is running porn on us. We sure do appreciate you talking about We love you. Get in contact with us. We'd love to help you. God bless you. God bless you. You may cry. I don't know.